Hey everyone, are you ready to be fired up? Because I sure am. I have got a baller of an agent here, Ashley Lazowski. She is from Vegas. She is crushing it, kicking butt and taking names. So if you want to learn what a top producer is doing right now to gain listings, to gain traction, even with limited inventory, she's having the best year, best months of her life. Well then stick around. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Ashley, welcome. So happy to have you. Thank you, Krista. I'm honored to be here. Oh, we just hit 400,000 downloads this past month. So wow. we're like, yeah, we're excited. We're excited. It's, the podcast is going really, really good. And it's because we have great guests like you. So do me a favor. Tell me a little bit about yourself. All right. Awesome. So I um, am from Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm a broker owner here. Um, I've been a broker for over 12 years. I've been a licensed agent um, since 2003. So 18 years this year. And um, I own a real estate brokerage here. And we actually were like a small, uh, more boutique brokerage. And we just morphed over about four or five months ago to a national brand. And just to kind of give our agents some more uh, traction in the market, more tools. And so, yeah, we're super excited um, with our new branding and we are just recruiting like crazy. So um, yeah, that's kind of like the long and short. Um, I am originally from Montana. I've been here um, pretty much the whole time I've been licensed, which I said 18 years. And so I did come into this market really knowing nobody. Uh, I did not grow up here. And, you know, a lot of agents in this market in Las Vegas have that advantage and we did not. So um, when we moved to uh, Las Vegas and I started real estate, I say we because my husband and I are partnership together, uh, but he's only been licensed about 12 years. I mean, I say only, but 12 years. <laughs> and so, um, so yeah, I really kind of like had to start from like ground zero with my real estate business. So that's kind of like the long and short of, um, you know, us here in Vegas. I like it. And you told me that you have like, you have one of the hardest markets right now. So talk, talk about that and then tell them what numbers you're doing right now, because you're just killing it. Yeah. So um, our market is crazy. I know everybody's market is crazy right now, but Vegas is especially crazy. Uh, you know, the last stats I was looking at, we had about 16 days of inventory in our market, which is just insanity. Our normalized market is like three to five months of inventory. So we just really have nothing to sell. Uh, we have a ton of new construction here in Las Vegas, and we are just getting the craziness like a lot of people are across the nation, but even more than ever, um, you know, a lot of builders aren't paying commissions. Uh, you know, we have bidding wars, we have lotteries. Uh, it's, it's crazy. So uh, we 
are, you know, dealing with those struggles. Um, and, you know, I'm still actively selling, even though I'm a broker owner, I'm helping all my agents and they're crushing it, um, which I'm just so proud about. Um, I'm really kind of stepping out of the selling scene. My husband does still sell. Uh, I take more of the listing side of it, um, but I do, you know, do some like, you know, buyer referrals here and there too. Um, but, you know, that's really kind of what we're trying to do is, you know, build our brokerage up and then, you know, duplicate this and be able to open up um, other, uh, you know, locations, even in Vegas or outside of Vegas as well. Gotcha. So tell me how many numbers, you, how many transactions have you closed year to date and how many do you have pending? So right. we have about 40 pending right now. Um, and year to date, I think we're at 88. So, um, yeah, so it's pretty crazy. So we are, you know, obviously crushing it as, um, you know, a team and brokerage and not all my agents really produce. So that's even more amazing is that, you know, they're able to get their, their clients under contract and able to get properties for them right now, especially in this challenging market. I really am uh, strategic with helping them get their offers accepted. So we really have been like, I put a whole list together. I think it was like 22 things that you can do to get your offers accepted in today's market in Las Vegas. Uh, so that's been very helpful to try to give them strategies. And I find that the agents in my company that are most successful are the ones that are just touching base with me constantly, asking for my advice, asking what I can do to help them get their offers accepted, or they have a challenge that's going on. Um, and that's how I used to be back in you know the day when I started in real estate, we actually didn't have a very involved broker. Um, you know, it was the broker that sat behind the door and you never knocked on that door or like, you know, the monster would come out. <laughs> so um, I don't want to be that broker. I was like petrified of that broker back when I was 23 years old. I really leaned on my team. And so that's what we've really tried to create here is that we let them lean on us, my husband and I, as their team leaders and broker owners also, um, so we can help them be more successful in their business. So tell me what kind of things are you doing right now? And first of all, you're t for, for the 88 transactions and the 40 pinning transactions year to date, and it's only June 10th as, as the time that we're recording this, I'm sorry, June 16th. What are, tell me what you're doing. First of all, how many agents, it's you and your husband that did the majority of that, correct? Yes. That was you and your husband. Okay. Yeah. And then, so what are you guys doing? What would you say that you are doing to, because I know about, oh gosh, what is it? Two and a half years ago, you were at a, a standing place yeah. in your business where you were about ready to leave the business. You yeah. your business got so bad, you weren't doing anything. So yeah. talk to me. So tell me a little bit about, about what that looked like, how long ago it was, and the transition from almost being out of business and not doing real estate anymore to where you are now doing 88 closed pendings in five and a half months and 40 you know, 40, yeah. pennies, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, we've, I mean, I've seen ebb and flows obviously through the market, like anybody has. And when you've been in this business almost 20 years, like you have, you know, you've been longer than me, you see like as the market moves. And so, you know, I got really good at when the market was obviously exploding, we all got really good at, at, you know, being successful on that market. I actually worked for in new construction for a builder and, you know, people were sleeping in my parking lot tents. It was crazy. Right. Um, yeah, and then I, I got, I know 
And I saw the writing on the wall and I saw like what was going to happen. I had like 56 closings that were going to get ready to close with the builder just on my own. And, and then I transitioned into, um, into general real estate. And, you know, that was kind of like a struggle for me because I kind of had to like start all over again because I was in general real estate before I got into new construction. Um, and you know, then about 10 years ago, I really started exploding in the business And what I think I got really good at is I really started niching in things. So I, you know, you, you teach it just as well. It's, you know, you really got to like dial down in those niches. And so for me, it was open houses, open houses were like my crushville. That's where I just, I shine because I like being, you know, conversational with people face to face. I'm better with people, even though I'm good with them on the phone. I feel like face to face, like I just, I can't, you know, get that connection, obviously on the phone. So for me, open houses were huge. And some of my biggest commissions, like I just closed another deal from a lady that I met at an open house 13 years ago. I have like $210,000 year to date off of one person from an open house. Okay. And she was working with another agent at the time. So, you know, it was just, you know, those long relationships really helped catapult me. So, you know, like 2012 and 2013 were my biggest years in real estate. And I made top 25 women in real estate. I was top 100 agents. And, you know, I carried that through really the years. And like you said, a couple of years ago, I don't know what happened. Like we just hit a a standstill. And I think it was like really trying to find our niche in like being a brokerage because I didn't really get into becoming a broker because I wanted to bring on agents. It just happened accidental. And so I think what happened for me is that I was trying to step out of selling and then trying to help my agents. And I was leaning on them too much to be able to bring revenue to the company to make it stay afloat. And, and that really hurt me, um, as an individual and as a company. And so, um, and we, you know, got a huge office and people weren't using the office and the office had mold and we had like all these issues with it. And it was like, you know, we we kind of like had to reset, but you know what? I think a lot of people get very scared of that in, in the business of real estate and like in general, when you're an entrepreneur, you have to learn to fail and it's okay to fail. And yeah. who cares? Like, and, and so like I tell my agents, I'm like, look, listen to me. Cause I've already failed like multiple times. I'm trying to tell you this, not cause I'm trying to be a know-it-all, but because I have already done this, I've failed and I've succeeded. And so I'm trying to show you what to do and what not to do. So this is definitely like, you know, for us, this is like navigating the waters of where like we want to be long-term. And so I feel like we're really like laying the groundwork. Um, and I really had some good support system because when you're an independent broker owner and I'm speaking to you, cause you know, this just as much as I do, it's very isolating. It's very lonely. And sometimes you don't have that person to say, do this, do that, you know? Yeah. And, and so you collaboration, know, especially as an independent yeah. small brokerage. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. So we really um, turn things around by, you know, changing our, you know, our brokerage um, and, you know, things just started kind of falling in place more. And I obviously got back into selling. So, um, but then now I'm starting to transition again, but we have the momentum that we didn't have before. And so, and that's kind of a, that's also tough for a lot of brokers because a lot of agents don't want to work with a competing broker. So that's kind of tough sometimes where you don't want to compete with your agents. You want to help them. Um, but yet at the same time, you still have to sell, you know, so 
I don't think I'll ever stop selling real estate. I just don't know if I'll sell at the level that I did before. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a transition out and I'm giving more to John. So that's a, you know, big transition. Um, and, you know, just bringing on more teams that are going to really support the brokerage and long-term because obviously it's a volume game for us. Yes, um, absolutely. Absolutely. So tell me, what is it that you are, what is working right now? What's working? Because that's the, that, that's the question right now. What are you doing to bring in more new business? And I know you primarily work with sellers. Yes. So my biggest, um, well, I will tell you my biggest, um, pull right now and probably over the last couple of years is out of state referrals. And it used to be really, um, my sphere of influence, obviously like of past clients, which it still is like, it's, I still get a ton of referrals from my past clientele. And I feel like that's a big miss for a lot of agents is that they're not working their sphere and you don't have to have sold real estate. Like I tell my new agents, I'm like, you need to work your social media. So, you know, since Facebook like started, I was on Facebook, you know, telling people I'm a real estate agent. I am not a secret agent. So we are like exploring into more platforms. Um, and then definitely getting these like out of state referrals from agents that know me across the nation has been huge for us. So I just pulled in another out of state referral yesterday for like six, hundred thousand um that you know was somebody that i know from like a group and in they're always like you know we we do get a lot of referrals in vegas um because it's such a hot place to move to so obviously i'm in a very lucky you know type of market that i can get those but believe me i'm getting like i got one uh, a month ago that 250 people responded on And, um, so you just have to stand out. Like everybody tags somebody or says something, you know, that there's this agent here or whatever, what can you do to be different, to make yourself stand out? And most of the time, like these agents don't even reach out. So it's like, they just kind of slap it up there and then they pray that someone's going to call them, but you can't do that. So I definitely think like, I'm just very proactive in like every little, it's like, I get like a high off of it. When I get like an out of state referral, I get a high off it. I'm like, yes, I got it. But you know, now you've got to do the legwork. So, you know, I promise like a 24 hour check turnaround because like other brokerages don't do that. I can control that because I'm the broker owner here. So, you know, it's, it's, and, and keeping the agents updated throughout the process. That's the worst thing. You send a referral out and it's like, you never hear from the person again. So definitely have to stay in touch with those people. Plus they will have more referrals for you. So, you know, that's very, very important. So, you know, coaching groups have been big for me, obviously, you know, obviously I started with a before you, but you've really been like the pinnacle of what has really helped me turn my career into like the next level. Um, and I definitely think that really like honing in on like my buyer presentation and my listing presentation and everything that I do to encompass that, it just makes me different. And so, um, if I can give anybody, you know, advice, like you really get to spend the money and you really have to invest the time to like hone in on those presentations, because if you don't have those, you have nothing. So if there are so many people in your profession and your business and you want them to choose you, we're going to show you just exactly how to make that happen. When I joined the program, there was so much that I wasn't doing. People start recognizing me more and more. Introducing the Client Conversion Accelerator. I think I remember you saying it was business in a box and it really is. It's handing us a business in a box. Video. So you know it's something that you want to do. 
You know something that you really need to do, but there's something holding you back. You're worried about how you're gonna sound or how you're gonna look or what people are gonna say. It's not an easy thing to do. Hi there. Thank you so much. I had such a great time doing the challenges. Every other time, they just told you what to do. Right here, they're showing me what to do, step by step. However, the impacts that you and your business will receive from utilizing video is absolutely astronomical. So my job is gonna teach you, just like we've taught thousands, yes, thousands of people all across the country to kickstart their business and to attract and convert clients and make them into customers. So he called me and sought me out just to say he loved my video. So click the link below and sign up for the challenge. Sign up and show up. You never know what one thing that you might learn that might be a game changer in your business. So sign up right now, give us your information, and I will see you soon. Yeah, otherwise you just go in there and you're just like everybody else. And just real quickly, so it's Ashley Lazowski, Ashley Oaks Lazowski. What's and she's from Las Vegas. And what's the name of your company, Ashley? First Class Real Estate Vegas Homes. First Class Real Estate Vegas Homes. In case I see, I see. In case you <laughs> want to give her your referrals, I will tell you she she um has been in my program. She's still in my program, and she. Anytime somebody asks for an agent in Vegas, I constantly am referring Ashley because I know she'll take such great care of them. So if you're looking for somebody to get referrals to in that area, she definitely is your person. She understands marketing like no other. She will expose listings to the masses and she's got super, super great market knowledge. So just make sure you write her name down for ag agents in Las Vegas. Um, okay, so... So you're obviously, you know, open houses in the past have worked for you. Now you're yeah. using a ton of social media and properly using it the right way. So it's actually getting a lot of exposure. I know you're totally huge into video. Give me some of the things that you're doing with video to attract new business. Yeah. So, and then like another, another like side thing, I have a film degree, which is kind of funny, but, but honestly, like your program really helped me um, hone in on, I, I was such a perfectionist about it. Cause I used to be on the news. Actually, I did like a little stint of, I was going into journalism. That's what I wanted to do. And so um, it really with like getting into your program, it really like honed down what I needed to do to actually do like promote the videos and what I was going to say in them and how I was going to do them. I knew all the technical stuff, obviously I got my green screen up behind me. I know all the technical stuff, but it's really like how now to put it out to the masses. So, um, yeah, videos have been huge for us, for our properties. Um, you know, my, a ton of my clients. Um, so I, I'm really big into, I've got a lot of things I'm big into, but I'm big into Facebook. Facebook groups. So Facebook groups have really kind of been like my claim to fame for years. And, and I've always used them and I use them in conjunction with my KV core, but also like promoting videos that I've, I've done for my properties and talking about real estate or the market or whatnot. Um, we're running those as ads, but I'm also using Facebook groups to utilize those as well. Um, and I own, I think, 15 Facebook groups. I, I last I counted, uh, I might own more than that. But anyway, so, but we, we really um, are very niched in a specific market, which is Summerlin and where I live. And so I own all those groups. And so I'm very strategic about what I'm doing with those videos, how, who I, you know, people are seeing those. I run my community group. And so I get a lot of listings outside in my community because people like I friend request them once they move in the neighborhood and I control the people that come in the group. And then they see my stuff and I can't tell you how many times I've gotten a call and I don't even know who this person is. And they're like, well, we see your videos on your Facebook page. And yeah. um, because I'm not spamming, spamming them in my community group, 
they're seeing my personal, my business page. So I'm always just very intentional to share that stuff. And then they're going to see like a glimpse of what I do to be different and to sell their home. Yes. Good. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So consistency is key. Hard work, um, being top of mind. I love the Facebook groups. I know you've bought in some Facebook groups, reach out to people locally now. And so in case anyone doesn't understand why local Facebook group is important is because you own that group, right? So you can control who goes into it, who goes out of it. You can control what content is there. If you want to not necessarily let any other realtors come in, you can keep them coming in so that you then are the go-to top of mind agent. And when you're offering value in these groups, you're helping people, you're talking with the community, what's happening in the city, what's going on, you know, local events and updates, um, you know, neighborhood disruptors, whatever it might be, then you are seen as that go-to expert and that go-to advisor. So having especially Facebook groups work in communities where there are a lot of people that are coming into mm-hmm. a certain area like Las Vegas, right? Like Las yep. Vegas, Idaho, um, where else? Uh, we've got Arizona. You know, Arizona. Yeah, Arizona, Florida, right? Yeah, Nashville, Tennessee, like any of those areas, Utah, that are just have a lot of influx of people coming into them. It's a great idea to number one, have a Facebook group that you create that's local so people can find it when they're coming there and also create video content and properly distribute it so that you become known as the go-to community market leader in that area. What do people do when they are going into a different area? They are searching online. So the goal is that you show up online when they are looking and that's exactly exactly what Ashley has just been a master at doing. Yep. Yep. Well, and I, it, you know, I will reach out to people and buy groups and then I've started groups, but my, I've linked them together. So it actually helps feed the ones that I've just started on my own because those grow way slower than the ones that I've already, like you, I noticed the ones that I have like 30, 40,000 members, they I'm getting like 600 requests a day. Like, you know I mean? It's crazy how much they grow and because they just are like a snowball effect. And so I'm noticing though, like once I get one person because I've linked all those groups, they'll request all those groups to join too. So make sure, I don't know if you do this, but make sure that you offer something of value when people join the Facebook group. So you collect their email addresses because you can put them on your CRM. Really, really important. If you have a Facebook group or any type of lead magnet that you're you're offering something of value in a non-salesy way to be able to get people's email addresses and then take those email addresses and then upload those into Facebook to create your special audiences, but also then import those into your CRM. So then you're now you're owning that information because as great as all these online platforms are, the goal is to take people's contact information, i.e. their email address, their phone number, their names, and put them onto your own database, your own CRM. So you own that contact information. 100%. And it's like, it's been a, like a process of like learning how to get the spammers out. Like you get these weird things where you get like a snake eating a snail. Like why, why do you post that stuff in Facebook groups? But you do get like, so now I've very, I've gotten very strategic about the questions that I ask the people that get inside the group. I have someone that monitors it. So it is a, it is like almost a full-time job. Um, you know, yeah. managing so you have somebody groups. that does that for you full time that works in those that works on the Facebook group. Yeah. So my assistant, she's checking it constantly. And then I've also been able to put up some, uh, you know, blockers in there where, you know, it asks the certain questions and only it will allow them in. Um, Facebook groups have gotten better about putting strategic things in there. So you don't get the spammers because there was so much, you know, complaints about it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay, so Facebook groups, um, creating video content, properly distributing it, offering as much value to your agents as possible, being seen as the go-to agent. What else? So um, definitely people need, I think there's a lost art. 
Male campaigns are back, people. If you haven't oh, noticed no it, it's 100% back and I've never gotten out of mail. I might've like let down on mail a little bit, but I've never gotten out of it. I'll tell you during COVID, I had a 10,000 mail piece that was supposed to go out and it never went out. Like it sat back at the post office. Why? Terrible. It was like they skip. I please. I had to go through a whole thing. But needless to say, we're we're out of the woods. I feel now, and and you know, mail is getting back to normal. So people need to be at, going into mail. But the thing I've been doing mail for years, like I said, and and I really have honed it down to like what you need to do, and you need to you know pick a strategic area that. And I always tell my agents, pick an area you live in. You know, the area that you know, like the back of your hand, the area that you people are going to see you in, the people that are going to see your open house signs in, own the next door, own the Facebook groups. It's, you know, this whole circle connection. And then now you're implementing videos and ads into people in that area. So it is the location domination. You know, you have to really hone in on doing all those things so they do come together. I always say it's like that movie Focus. Um, I don't remember ever watched that movie with Will Smith, but you know, he was trying to get them to remember this number. He was like doing this betting thing and he just kept having the number on the back of the jerseys. He had it there and had he wanted this guy to, to say this number it was like a scam. But um, and the guy did because he kept seeing it everywhere. That's what you want to be like. You want to be that agent. They're like, what did I see you? Did I see you in the next quarter? Yeah, I see you everywhere. So, you know, when they're ready to sell or buy, they think of you. You know, yeah. and, and, and that's that- always what we hear. We always hear, I see you everywhere. It's I'm always like, Josh, quit saying everywhere. There's got to be at least one. Like, what's the real thing? He's like, they say they see me, us everywhere. I'm like, yeah. okay, okay. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. you've mastered that. So uh, I think that's like a lost art for people with real estate where they just, look, I, I love video. I love social media. I love all those, you know, mediums, but mail is still like one of the best mediums. And the best way to do mail is you're going to want to, you want to do content a minimum of two times a month if possible. Okay. Yeah. And you're going to want to make sure you send that you send con- nice, high quality content with that yes. has good, valuable information on it to the same people over and over doing just listen, just sold cards are great, but it's just good. They're just seeing it one time. You want to show up in front of the same people every month, all the time. So you get top of mind awareness. That's called digital location. It's called location domination. You yeah. follow that up with digitally marketing to people. When you do that, make sure you're getting, you know, you're doing something like property radar, radar or real market reports. You're getting those email addresses. You're uploading those email addresses into Facebook, creating a special ad audience and targeting those people with direct information about the neighborhood within your Facebook um, marketing campaign. Super, super important to do that. Okay, Ashley, we're almost wrapping up here. So I always, and you have been awesome. So let's go ahead and get one more time, give your contact information and people can refer you. Um, And then I always end it with, with one valuable piece of information. If you could give, whether it's personal or professional, what would that be? So I definitely feel like If I can give any agent that either is starting out or might've been part-time or might maybe feels like they're in a slump, you really need to be intentional about what your daily activities are going to be. You don't have someone to uh, be accountable to. You don't have a, a clock you're punching, but you need to treat real estate like a career and a job. So if someone was to tell you, you need to be to work from nine to five every single day, you would show up, right? And you would do your job. I feel like that's a big miss for a lot of agents is that they kind of like are all over the place and then they don't do those daily activities. You have to do those daily activities. I literally wake up every single day and go, 
what can I do today to better myself in real estate, to advance my career and to make our, our company better? So you just have to keep that in mind every single day. And it's definitely, look, real estate is like one of the most stressful jobs on the entire planet, stressful careers. It has the, the biggest fail rate of any other career on the planet. And there's a reason why people aren't consistent. People do get very knocked down by the like daily minutia that happens in our careers. It's very stressful. So, you know, just try to stay positive. It's, it's just, you know, you're going to hit slumps. You're going to hit bad things that happen. You just got to keep moving forward. So if there are so many people in your profession and your business and you want them to choose you, we're going to show you just exactly how to make that happen. So click the link below and sign up for the challenge. Sign up and show up. You never know what one thing that you might learn that might be a game changer in your business. So sign up right now, give us your information. And I will see you soon. That's such good advice. Success breeds success. Momentum builds momentum. It's a matter of too many agents are not treating their business like a business. They're yeah. treating it like a, a hobby. And in order, it's kind of like when you work at Costco, you clock in at eight, you clock out at, at five, right? It's like you do it every single day and you have to be there at that register or do whatever it is that you do. If you do real estate and you treat it like a full-time job and you're intentional about what you're doing and you give it the time and the momentum that it takes for it to start working, it will work. But typically, you know, you need really good... Uh, coaching accountability and support to make that happen. So 100%. invest in yourself, invest in the right brokerage. Um, if you're in Vegas, reach out to Ashley because she's looking to build her team there and she'll, she'll get you some leads and give you some great training with some great experience. And uh, Ashley, thank you so much. One more time, give everyone your contact information so they can reach out to you. Okay. So our website is your Vegas home search.com. My cell number is 702-281-1198. And you can reach me at ashley.lazoski and it's L-A-Z-O-S-K-Y dot firstclassagents.com or at firstclassagents.com. Um, but yeah, I'd love to, to work with any of your referrals, any questions that you have, anybody wants to reach out to me um, and invest in coaching, invest in a good coach because uh, Krista has really changed my career. She really, really has. Um, so I really attribute, um, you know, a lot of my success to the things that she taught me. And I, you can know as much as you think you know, you always need to be humble in real estate because I promise you there's someone that's going to teach you something you didn't know. Ah, oh, thanks for that. I appreciate that. Yes. Love you, girl. You're so awesome. And everyone that's listening, it's great to sit here and, and be here and to listen. And that's so wonderful. But the everything happens in the implementation. So listening is great, but you got to implement. So implement. And as always, thank you so much for your time, everyone. Make a great day and I'll see you next time.